Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio. New shade on on the window. We're excited about it. Joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, buddy? What do you mean you don't like those uh, sun shots during the whole uh, episode? Right to the eyeball, uh, right to the <laughs> right to the face. So we we threw up a temporary tarp uh, across the window so we can get a little bit better lighting. So if you're on uh, the YouTube's, check us out. Built to Grow podcast. Love to get some more subscribers over there. You can see what we're doing in here in our new setup. I, I mean, it's, it's like gorgeous. I know we, we put all this effort into it. Nobody's seeing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, quick announcement. We just locked in our final uh, keynote speaker. So let, let's talk about our keynote speakers for the Grow Summit, which is oh, June yeah. 8th through 10th in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona next year. We've got tickets on sale now, fitprogrowsummit.com. Uh, our first keynote is Ben Newman. So Ben Newman is actually your, uh, mm-hmm. you, you work with him directly, right, Randy, uh, as a performance coach? Correct. Yeah. Mental toughness is kind of his whole, you know, MO. Um, <clears throat> I talk about it all the time. You know, we live in a world of application or excuse me, a world of information. It's the application that's the hard part. Uh, ben absolutely helps you get back to doing what you know gets the result that you're looking for. Yeah, and, so, and a lot of time that's a great person to have at, at a summit where you've you're taking in all this information. Maybe Ben can smack you around a little bit and get you to do the work. So Ben's the performance mm-hmm. coach for Alabama, Michigan State, K-State. Kansas State, Miami Dolphins, North Dakota State football teams. He's also works with corporations and um, you know business leaders uh, to you know for performance. So yeah, yeah, excited to have him. Join us at the Gross Summit. And then our second keynote is uh, Mike Michalowicz, who's an author, uh, seven-time million auth- you know, million books sold author of, you've probably heard of a few of these, Profit First, Pumpkin Plan, Fix This Next, Market Differently, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, keep on going on. So you've probably heard of them, most likely in the fitness space about Profit First. Mm-hmm. That, that's been thrown around for several years now. Excited to have him out, and he's actually going to be our um, speaker at our Iron Circle event in Orlando as well. So Correct. Yeah, for the, what, 30 or so gyms that are part of that, they'll have uh, an entire day with Mike getting to you know better understand what he's talking about, his processes, how to implement that stuff into your business. Those events are, I mean, it's like a growth summit on steroids, right? Yeah. We get to hone down and really solidify the lessons and making sure that we're walking away with all of that application following. Yeah. It's really cool with the growth summits or I mean, sorry, the experiences where, you know, we sit down, we have lunch together with the speaker and we're, you know, sometimes we'll go out to the comedy show or whatever and hey, yeah. go to dinner and it's, it's just a lot of fun. So if you're interested in the uh, iron circle, ironcircle.net, um, 30 K or more a month is, is kind of like the line in the sand as far as your business needs to be at, but uh, love to chat with you on that one as well. But uh, let's let's dive into this episode right now. So this episode kind of stems from, 
I, I, you know, I've seen this happening for years. You know, we work with gym owners all the time and kind of the comfort zone of the gym owner, when things start getting a little hairy in the business, they find themselves just going back to the training floor and training clients. And it's the comfort zone for a gym owner a lot of times, because if you think about the path of a, a typical gym owner, they've been working in a big box. They maybe went to a small box. They they decided they've been training a lot of clients. They open up their gym. It seems like the next logical, natural, natural yeah. step uh, of entrepreneurship is to open up a gym. And then all the, the rules change for that particular person. That roles uh, change. And, and then, you know, we don't know what to do in the business side. So let's just fall back to the training floor. Yeah. And that's a bad thing. And I can see it a lot when we're working with, you know, our, our clients, when they come to us, one of the first things that we have them do, or I have them do is audit their time and a couple different ways, right? A lot of them have that, those time blocks where they're still on the schedule and they're still doing the training and things. So uh, in, in that regard, but then the lack of understanding and what they should be working on from the business side of things as well. Um, I'd get time blocks where it was like four hours office work. I'm like, what the hell is office work? Like, what are you doing? And they're like, they can't answer it. Right. And so if you're not clear on where your time is being spent, what you're actually doing with the amount of time when you're working on the business, that's where you need to start. You need to be really clear on what the role of the owner needs to be. And it shouldn't be on the training floor. Well, uh, you know, we're going to hear this argument like, Hey, Mm -hmm. Tim, I really, I really enjoy training. It's like where my passion is. I love training those clients. Okay. So there's an argument there. Like, should you stop doing what you love? I mean, that's where your passion is. I I would argue, listen, all, there's all these things that need to happen in the business. Growing the business is one of those things. If you're sitting on the training floor training that client, you're, you're, you're not growing the business. Correct. So while, there's an argument to say, yeah, you could, you could in fact do something that you love, but you're, you're, you're leaving something else not being done. And so that's the concern, not necessarily like it's a must, you must do, but if you're working on the training floor, training clients all day, what about growing the business? Well, and, and that's, that's going to take a sidelined approach. And there's a few things to talk to, to address about that. One, do I think that there's a benefit to being connected and like to the lifeblood, to the end consumer, to, you know, the person that's actually buying the products that you're selling without a doubt. I'm not saying that you can't, you can't have that at all. What I'm saying is the majority of your time should not be spent there. Even from a mathematical situation, we talk about it all the time. The path is math. It's not rocket science here, Right. We employ somebody in our business for, you know, 18 to let's say $25 per hour to facilitate a training session. Mm -hmm. If that's the case and we're finding ourselves as the owner doing that work, the value of our our time to our organization is no more than $25 per hour. Right. We can't have that in as the owner of these businesses. Your time needs to be spent two, three, four, five hundred $500 per hour you know, work in order to get that type of value for the business. What does that mean? It means growing the business. It means spending the time working on the business and not necessarily in it. And that's a difficult thing without a doubt. The second half to that would be what I want and what I need to be doing for my business can be two different things. Mm -hmm. I want to be training every one of my clients, but that doesn't mean the roles and responsibilities of my position for this organization are best spent there. And that's the difficult part. If your business is a running like a, a well-oiled machine and you have the luxury 
of choosing to go work with a few clients, then by all means. But there's absolutely no situation I can come up with unless you don't have the support staff where you make a conscious decision to not work on the business and rather go work in the business when the business is burning down around you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have the ability to employ somebody else, you got to divide and conquer. You have to put somebody in that role and go work on the things that it's going to take to move the needle of the business. You have to. That's how business grows. And so <clears throat> I know this is going to ruffle some feathers, right? It is kind of controversial in the fact that we want to be working with our clients and it's something that we enjoy. Absolutely. But if the reason that you want to help those people is because you want to change lives, think about how many more lives you can change by keeping your doors open. Yeah. Or how many right. lives can you change by opening up a second location? But all of that happens once the business is where the business needs to be. And you can't, it's, it's one of those things where we're putting off the needs of the business to keep ourselves comfortable quite often. And if that's the case, change needs to take place. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, the, the going back to the comfort zone of that trainer, um, it's uncomfortable getting the, you know, systems of the operation in tune, right? Because it's not something that they're used to, right? It's not, they're not used to doing that. So I can see why they kind of gravitate back towards going on the training floor. You know, was, you know, my, my path, it was never the trainer, which yeah. is nice. So it's kind of like, I, I don't enjoy it anyway. So, you know, even if it was something that I needed to do, I'd probably find a way not to do it anyway. Right. Like, Hey, come on in, or I'll pay you extra to come on and train these clients because I don't, you know, I just don't enjoy it to begin with. I mean, knowing you since what, three months after you opened the doors initially, I yeah. think that that's been a benefit to I, I why, so. why you're in this position as a, an owner of a business that operates with systems and staff as opposed mm -hmm. to on your shoulders yeah. is because you never saw that as an option. Sure. You never saw the fact that, oh, well, I'll just go do the, you know, the training. You always had to put somebody else, like you've always seen, somebody else is better at that. Let me put them in the place. It's a hoot, not a how. And you've, yeah. you've, put, you've positioned the staff and the people to do the jobs that are better you know, suited for them. Agreed, agreed. And that's a tough part for for especially the trainer coming off the training floor into the into the owner role. So now the question becomes, okay, well, Tim, you know, yeah, my business isn't where it should be, but you know, I don't have a whole bunch of staff, so I kind of I'm forced to kind of get back on the training floor. I got to put something off. You know, what what would be the answer for that type of situation? I, I'll I'll give you mine. Sure. You can you can respond. Um, Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself.
<laughs> the 24 hours in a day. You're going to have to work extra. You're going to have to work at night. You're going to have to do things, you know, out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to train the clients during the day. And then when you get home at night, eat dinner, you know, pat the kid off the bed and jump back on the computer and start working on systems. There is no nine to five in the entrepreneurial world. It's just, you work 24 seven. It just is what it is. This is the path you chose. You got to do the work. So figure it out. That's, that's really my response. Yeah. Maybe you don't have the staff right now. Train those clients during the day, but when you get home at night, it's not Netflix and chill. It's back on the grind. You yeah. Know, that's it. One of my favorite quotes, <clears throat> I'm actually, I will have this hanging somewhere. I'm doing a big steel cutout. This, yeah. is, this is how much I believe this. And it, it was a picture of Andy Frisella actually. And he was holding a sign that said, if I, you woke up broke, you had no right going to sleep the night before. Oh, yeah. And in and in the entrepreneurial world, that's exactly it. Nobody's here. Nobody's going to come save you. And everybody's wants that easy route. Everybody's yeah. looking for the path of least resistance. You signed on the dotted line to take the responsibility of ownership. Right. Step to that level because nobody else is going to save you. And that's 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 what this comes down to. And it might come across insensitive, but if your business isn't where you need it to be, it's your fault. Nobody's your, your team's not going to come save you. You're not going to have, a, you know, the winning marketing play that you run one time and you never have to worry about it again. Yeah, click the like, button. This job is consistency and it's showing up when the fun isn't there. And when you, if you can manage those things, then eventually you're going to find a lot less of those and a lot more of those opportunistic times where it's not so bad, but okay. you have to be willing to, to kind of weather the storm and stay consistent on the activities that get you the result, not, you know, the ebbs and flows that come with the, the emotional response of ownership. Mm -hmm. You got to stick to the damn plan. And, and when you're thinking about things to do, always put the income producing activities at the top of the list, because without the revenue and the influx of cash flow, you're out of business anyway. Absolutely. So always attack growth opportunities in regards to, to cash income first and then the busy work second so like if uh here's a couple examples you, you've got a couple people that express interest and you haven't gotten booked up for an appointment yet like go reach out to those people yep. first before you work on the email policies of the <laughs> facility right like something that has yeah. nothing to do with it, with income right so um there, there's going to be a million things that you can work on. I would, I would always work on the things that are going to help generate more money. So that's a marketing and sales plays. It's referral opportunities and things of that nature. But all the rest of the stuff can't just not happen. Mm -hmm. You just can't take a look at your entire business and be like, well, as long as I got sales and marketing figured out, the rest will be fine because what will happen is you'll get a bunch of people in and then they'll go right back out the back door and then you're constantly in the struggle. So that's stuff that we teach in our coaching program. We really hammer the delivery systems. Yeah. It's the experience. Yep. And yeah, it's it's a lot of work. But you know what? Once you get once you get it dialed in, I mean, it's it's amazing. I don't know what else to say. You just can you just have a you wake up a little bit more comfortable in the morning. When well, I think I, I think the difference is you're you're moving from a place of reactionary where you're showing up for work and you're going, all right, what fires am I putting out today? Mm -hmm. What am I doing today? What are my what are my responsibilities for today? And you're, you're putting yourself in a position of being um, proactive, right? You know what yeah. the responsibilities of you as the owner are. You're attacking those. You're able to delegate to your team what their roles and responsibilities are. That's clarity, right? When you know what you have to do, the reason that we get all, you know, up in arms about 
the the position that our business is in is because we'd have we don't feel like we have control. Mm-hmm. Clarity and control is is putting yourself in the position to know what needs to happen and executing that plan. Yeah. When you have that, I mean, hell, we're sitting at the end of 2020, 2022. 2022, right? Yeah. So if, if you do not have a goal, if you do not have a plan, if you have not laid out what first quarter of 2023 looks like and how you're going to get there, you're 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 chasing your tail already. Already. So yeah. right now, this is your opportunity to sit down, get clear on your goals, look at the numbers, look at where you want to be, set a goal and go for it. it. I mean, I can't, I can't believe how many business owners in this industry don't have those goals. They have no idea where the next dollar is coming from, where, where the next member is going to show up from, how they plan on, on actually ascending the quality of their life and the business that they're running. Every month should have a goal of growth. Every damn one of them. Delta. And yet we're, we're the Delta, right? And yeah. yet we're showing up and we're, we're, we're mailing it in day one. No. That's not going to get us where we need to go. You can change that, guys. So hopefully hopefully this episode kind of kicks you in the butt a little bit. It is the end of 2022. You're going into a brand new, you're turning the chapter. So like, why why keep doing the things you've been doing if you're not where you want to be? So t- make make the change now. If you need help, we have a coaching program, winninggym.com slash grow. That's it for this episode. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right, and thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.